Jenkins and Gambo. Afternoons. Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. Suns run to the playoffs coverage. Brought to you by Canvas Annuity. Score up to 6.25% on your retirement savings. All right, welcome back. It is the Burns and Gambo Show here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader, Suns and the Nuggets tonight. And to help us preview this matchup tonight and what could very well be a preview of a second-round playoff matchup between these two teams, we've called upon an old colleague. Years ago, we all used to work in this market together. It's going to be good to catch up with Vic Lombardi from Altitude Sports in town with the Nuggets right now. It's been a long time, Vic. How you doing? It is a pleasure. I'm doing great. It's good to be back in the Valley. The weather is perfect, just like I left it. And tonight, we have yet to see if we'll have a full lineup from the Denver Nuggets. I know we're going to get to it uh, momentarily, but, you know, you're right. I cannot wait for this matchup in the playoffs because I think these two teams are destined to meet somewhere. I just don't think you're going to get the full throttle matchup that we all anticipate tonight. Vic, it's Gambo. Remind me, when did you, when did you leave the Valley? Uh, I left here in 1998, so I was here for the Barkley experience. I was here for that era, and I left shortly after the Diamondbacks arrived, and I've been in Denver ever since, which is my hometown. But uh, it's been a while. I I miss Phoenix greatly. It's grown so much. Um, I I go north now, and the city never ends. I I really appreciate the fact that you guys added loops to this town, like actual highway loops, something that Denver lacks. So... (laughs) Uh, there's a lot of things I love about this place that I miss greatly. Uh, let's let, let, let's talk about the these two teams. When the Suns played Denver in the playoffs two years ago, you guys obviously, the Nuggets weren't at full strength. No Jamal Murray and the Suns punked them pretty good. How much different is this team now? They went out and got Aaron Gordon that year, but him and Murray didn't play together because Murray got injured. Um, it's a completely different team only because if they get rolling, this is the number one rated offense that starting five in the league, and it all starts and ends with Nikola Jokic, and that is the fear I have and a lot of Nuggets fans have. If if Nikola Jokic isn't on the floor, as we saw last night in their loss to New Orleans, if he is not there, it's a completely different basketball team. And I wonder if the fact that he's so, they're so reliant on him, he's so damn good, which is great for his MVP case, we all know that, but not so great for the Title chase. If you're going to win a title in this sport, you better have some secondary and tertiary players who can make do if you're not all there. And so far, I'm not sure if that team's achieved that. We have yet to see it. Did they miss the boat? You know, they got Thomas Bryant at the deadline. He's kind of been a disaster, and he started last night, but he hasn't been what they thought he would be as a backup setter. Did they, you think they missed the boat at the deadline? Should they have been more active in the trade market or maybe even in the buyout market? Well, I, I thought, to be honest with you, and there were a lot of people in Denver that thought they did exactly what they should have. They found a backup big who could score, which is what they needed. You know, the backup big, big they had is DeAndre Jordan, who's not a scorer. So they go out and get Thomas, Thomas uh, uh, James, who, who could score a little bit, and he, or Thomas Bryant, I should say. But he has not been even close to what we saw when he played for the Lakers. Not even close. And I don't know if it's – I have a theory on that. I think the Nuggets are so used to playing a certain style 
when Joker's in the game, that when he leaves the game, they continue to try that style, but that doesn't work with a Thomas Bryant. You know, that's a pick-and-roll guy. you got to post him up and give him the ball in the paint. Uh, the antithesis of Nikola Jokic, essentially. So I, I don't know why that hasn't worked, but I don't think anybody bemoaned the fact that the Nuggets didn't do enough to trade that line. I think they did plenty. I thought Reggie Jackson was the perfect uh, buyout guy. He's a veteran of the playoffs. He's been deep in the playoffs. And, you know, of late, he hasn't played either. So neither has it well for the Nuggets. Yeah. Vic Lombardi from Altitude Sports, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show, in town with the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets and the Suns coming up tonight at uh, 730 here from Footprint Center. The guy I really want to ask you about is is Jamal Murray. And, and I'll, I'll cop to it. I haven't watched as much Nuggets basketball as I would have liked. How would you describe Murray's post-surgical season up until this point, Vic? In a word, inconsistent. Um, He is capable of catching fire. And if there's one player, you look historically, the one player who has done very well against the Phoenix Suns, who essentially owns the Suns, I think his overall record against Phoenix is 17-3 and when he plays in these games. It's Jamal Murray. He's done really well against Phoenix for some reason. He loves playing against Devin Booker, fellow Kentucky guy. And when you get that version of Jamal Murray, the guy who's just not intimidated by anyone or anything and then shoots freely and plays freely, this team is a championship contender. If they get a passive Jamal Murray who doesn't want to take that shot for whatever reason, then it's a completely different outfit. Just curious, your impression, the team's impression, the day the Suns got Kevin Durant, what was like one of the first things that went through your mind when that happened as it relates to the Nuggets and their place in the West? I immediately hated Suns and four guy, and I wanted to find him and fight. That's exactly what it's in my mind. True true story, I got a buddy of mine who's in the mortgage business, and he sent me a letter, and I actually posted it online. He sent uh, a nicely worded email to your owner, to the Suns owner, who, of course, owns one of the biggest mortgage companies in the world. And he said, listen, I'm a huge Passion Nuggets fan, and for you to go out and sign Kevin Durant, I can no longer do business with your mortgage company. Consider this my resignation. And it's hilarious because your owner owner actually emailed him back. I've got the email. It was hilarious. You know, a little tongue-in-cheek stuff back and forth, but that's exactly how Denver felt, like a stab to the heart because the Nuggets, they were seven and a half games in first place. They were coasting in the Western Conference. I mean, we're planning parades. And then the Suns pull that move, and everybody's like, uh-oh, we got a speed bump, bigger than a speed bump. We all know in Denver what Phoenix is with Kevin Durant. You don't need to tell us. That is an imposing team right now. Is it the most imposing team for the Nuggets? If we look at the Suns, you know, we talk about the Clippers can match up well, maybe Golden State. I don't know that here locally, even though they're the number one seed, that there's a fear of the Denver Nuggets. If you're looking at the Nuggets and saying the matchup that they don't want, is it the Suns? Is that the team they, they would probably fear the most? And the Lakers. I think you fear uh, historically what's giving you trouble in the postseason. The Lakers have given the Nuggets trouble, um, especially this year. They, they lost to them twice, their size, the, you know, the whistle that seems to go their way in the big games. Uh, those are the two teams that the Nuggets would fear most. And the Golden State's always going to be a, a team to be reckoned with in the postseason. After that, 
Uh, I think the Nuggets can pretty much handle any other squad because one thing Phoenix has, the one thing Phoenix has that other teams, most teams do not, is they got one guy who can who can guard Joker one on one. Now DeAndre Ayton is not going to stop Nikola Jokic. Nobody can, but he can at least guard him one on one where you don't have to utilize a secondary person. And that's where the Nuggets eat you up. Once you start doubling this guy. It's over. The rest of the team will go fire. And and that's what the Suns have. They have a singular dude that can handle them. Vic Lombardi joining us here on the Burns and Gamble Show. I know you've got a team bus to catch, so we'll, we'll, we'll let you go on this one. It, from your knowledge and what you've been able to find out, we're obviously all looking forward to a potential matchup later in the playoffs. Do you know who is and who isn't going to play tonight? Do you have a suspicion on who is and who isn't going to play tonight? Well, last night Michael Malone told us point blank. He says it was unlikely that that Jamal Murray plays tonight. So I would not expect Jamal Murray to play. And if Jamal doesn't play, I don't see why you would play some of the other starters. So if if I were to guess, I think this is going to be one of those well, let's see what we can do with the guys we have type of game. You know, um, they've got a three-game lead against Memphis with the tiebreaker, six games to go. I think they're fully confident that if they just chill today in a back-to-back, they still have plenty of time to hold on to that lead. And, you know, I, these teams at this juncture of the year, guys, every team seems to be jockeying for position, seating, and you don't know really what they're thinking behind closed doors. What do the Nuggets really want? Do they want the top seed? Do they want the two? I don't know what they want right now. I can tell you this. They've never won the Western Conference. That would be a first. So if they hold on to this, there's something to be said for that. All right, I'm going to switch it for you before we let you go. Vance Joseph, now the defensive coordinator. He was there before as the head coach. And then Zach Allen. He was one of the Cardinals' best young players. And and Denver was able to sign him. Give me your thoughts on, on what Denver did with those two guys. Uh, I ran into uh, Vance at a Nuggets game, ironically, a couple weeks ago. He was there with the uh, Broncos coaching staff, and he's pumped. He's excited to be here uh, second time around. Not as head coach, obviously, so it's a completely different responsibility for him. I think it's a good staff, and I think he'll work well with um, Sean Payton. But it was so funny because I've never heard a head coach say, well, we really wanted Dick Fangio, and they made a run at Fangio, and it didn't work out. So his second option was Vance Joseph, and he pretty much put it out there. He didn't mince words on that, but I think uh, Vance is going to do fine in his return to Denver. It's a bit of an awkward uh, setting, uh, but I think people will get over that. As for Zach, I, I, I think it's, it's clear that they needed help in that department after losing Draymond Jones to free agency, so uh, they value his game, and, and they think he's the same type of player. I think this defense is fine. The defense has never been the problem here. they got to get Russell Wilson going, guys, because if they don't, it's going to be a long year again. Yeah, No doubt. Vic, we appreciate the time and the insights. Good to hear your voice. Good to catch up and uh, let's let's do it again come playoff time if it's the Suns and the Nuggets, all right? Well, if you guys are at the game tonight, come say hi to me. I miss you guys. All right. Ah, you got it, Vic. We'll do, Vic. Vic Lombardi joining us here at the Burns and Gambo Show from Altitude Sports.